Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we got to talk about artificial intelligence because AI pollution is really ramping up on the internet. That's actually a very serious problem, but it has some interesting unintended consequences that we're going to talk about. Now, this is coming uh, from the Wall Street Journal's Robert McMillan, and I thought he had a really good write-up here that I'll be paraphrasing and all of that, but uh, you should definitely go read his article. And he interviewed Jennifer Stevens. She's the executive editor of International Living, and uh, basically, like I said, interviewed by him and and they are one of the uh, many magazines or, or publications that are seeing a growing amount of AI-generated content, but it's so far beneath their standards that now it's basically just considered spam. Now, in early uh, in early May of this year, the news site rating company NewsGuard found 49 fake websites that were using AI to generate content. But by the end of June, meaning like less than two weeks, uh, basically from as I'm sitting here talking to you, the tally had hit 277. On YouTube, if you're taking a look at that, there's a chat GPT boom out there, essentially in full swing. Tons of videos are offering advice on how to make money uh, using chat GPT. These things have been viewed hundreds of thousands of times. Many of them have questionable schemes involving junk content, like telling the viewers they can make thousands of dollars a week, urging them basically to write ebooks or sell advertising on blogs filled with AI-generated content that could then generate ad revenue by popping up on Google searches. So, when Robert McMillan of the Wall Street Journal asked ChatGPT to, quote, name a few magazines that would accept content written by ChatGPT, of course it obliged and gave him 10 magazines, including five that use a content submission system known as Moksha or Moksha to basically manage article submissions. Now, another magazine on that list was a science fiction magazine, Clark's World, which I've actually, um, I read about this one a while ago because they temporarily had to stop accepting submissions online because they were getting overwhelmed by tons of AI-generated stories. And that is according to Clark World's publisher, Neil Clark. Now, Mr. Clark also said the submissions were driven by online videos that recommended using ChatGPT to create submissions to his website. Clark, like other publishers, uh, basically were interviewed by the Wall Street Journal, said that his magazine rejects all, uh, all AI-written submissions and that they're pretty easy to identify. They have, quote, perfect spelling and grammar, but a completely incoherent story. End quote. Now, often they start with a like a big problem, overarching problem. The world's going to end, and then basically, according to the, uh, the article, you know, a thousand words later, the problem is solved. No real explanation, no intricacy there, because AI just really, honestly, doesn't do it even in this stage. And here's the thing, though: <clears throat> all of this AI-generated content that is basically being spewed out all across the internet could actually ruin artificial intelligence itself. That's because their large language models, that's the software that forms the basis of chatbots like ChatGPT, train themselves on public data sets. As these data sets become increasingly filled with AI-generated content, researchers worry that the large language models will become less useful. And this is a phenomenon known as model collapse. Now, just as repeatedly scanning and printing the same photo over and over and over and over will reduce its detail, model collapse happens when large learning models become less useful as they digest data that they have created themselves. Meaning I've had this thing write 1,000 articles for me in ChatGPT. It's put out into the public sphere. And guess what happens? It's learning from that. And it's learning basically on its own, uh, essentially from what it's written, which then makes it worse. Now, this is not basically just spam content here that will contribute to model collapse. It's also the increasing use of AI to generate content overall. So for example, last month, 
researchers at the École Polytechnique Federale uh, de Lausana, and I not pronouncing that correctly, um, they hired freelance writers online to summarize abstracts published in the New, e New England Journal of Medicine, but they found that more than one-third of those researchers were using AI-generated content, basically saying, let the chat GPTs of the world take it take it over. And this is one of those huge problems. I mean, he goes on to talk about something that I've written about myself, and that is the misinformation and disinformation that we are going to see. It is terrifying to me that we are seeing a jump of AI-generated sites that are purporting to pump out news, according to NewsGuard, and, what, and basically a month went from 49 to 277, as we here in the United States are ramping up for the 2024 election in a politically divided uh, era, we are going to see a lot of AI-generated content coming out there that really caters to one view or the other, whether you're far right, far left, or whatever it is, that are really going to continue to drive a wedge. This is going to be a boon for basically foreign intelligence uh, you know, agencies putting out disinformation all over the world, targeting everybody, whether it's China targeting Hong Kong, you know, Russia targeting the United States, and many other countries as well. We're not the only target. This is a huge problem. People believe what they want to believe thanks to com thanks to confirmation bias. And if the AI is reinforcing this with demonstrably false information, that's a huge problem. Take a, take an example um, recently coming from federal court in Texas. I actually did a, a video slash podcast on this, I want to say like a month or so ago, where basically uh, a prosecutor or an attorney went looking for case law to bolster his case and whatever that case was, went to chat GPT thinking it was some fancy Google and basically said, hey, give me case law that supports this case. And chat GPT spit out six different cases. The problem is when he submitted those to the judge and the judge went looking, none of them actually existed. They were fake. ChatGPT just made them up. It hallucinated these answers. And so now in that courtroom, in federal court in Texas, that judge basically has all of his attorneys sign basically a waiver that says, I did not use uh, AI to generate this, or if I did, it was fact-checked by a human. And so these are things that we really have to understand because most people aren't you know, checking facts. You know, you're looking at this demonstrably false information that says, oh my God, you know, Biden eats babies, Trump eats babies, you know, whatever it is. And you're like, I knew it. I knew he was a baby eater because it's your confirmation bias. So we have to make sure, we have to make sure that we are we are keeping this in check. We are walking into, I think, a very dangerous time, uh, you know, in society. And it is being fueled by these online platforms that quite frankly have allowed disinformation to spiral out of control. But now with AI generated content, it's going to get a thousand times worse. And I'm mean that uh, literally. It's going to be 1,000 times worse than it is in terms of the content that we're going to see getting pumped out there because we're already seeing this ramp up. And again, hundreds of more sites in less than one month now doing this it's just going to get worse. So we've got to make sure that we are fact-checking. We've got to make sure we are cutting through that noise. If it sounds exactly like what you believe, question it. Make sure that it actually is what it is. And, and that's the huge problem we're going to see continuously online. So there you go. That is your news of the day. And I'll leave you with that. Please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.